live from South Florida. The Brian Mudd Show starts right now. Now, now. News Radio 610 WIOD. The easiest way to do this, and if the Republicans would not use the filibuster, would be to let us vote on what is already in the Senate right now, passed by the House, to raise the debt limit. And we could do that in the next several days. Oh, boy. Just got breaking news out of Washington. Manchin's not ruling out a higher price tag on reconciliation. We'll see where all that goes. But in the meantime, speaking of Washington, joining us, Senator Rick Scott. Thanks for taking the time with us. Good morning. I'm up in D.C. trying to stop this ridiculous Democrat spending and the socialist agenda, which is just hurting our families. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, my top takeaway today actually is just that. Nothing. I want absolutely nothing. I've actually never rooted harder for nothing to happen in Washington, D.C. in my life, I don't think, than what's going on right now. On point with what you're talking about, Senator, you uh, penned an op-ed in Fox Business yesterday entitled, How to Stop Dems Spending. Debt mismanagement from destroying our financial security. Tell us about it. Well, step, step one is let's remember reckless government spending hurts families, especially the low and fixing, low income and fixed income families, because what it does is it causes inflation. It always causes inflation. Look at gas prices. Look at food prices. Look at house housing prices. Look at used car and new car prices. So they, the Democrats have just maxed out our credit card. We're already spending. You know what they want to do? They want to take our debt to $45 trillion. $45 trillion. They have no interest in living within our means. You have to. Every family has to. But not the Democrats. They think they can just keep spending money. What this is going to do is cause continue to cause more and more inflation. And there's a day of reckoning. At what point can we not pay the interest on this debt? Right now, it's like look, about $350 billion. But if we get to $45 trillion of debt, and and we go to a 50-year average on what our interest rates are, that means the interest expense will be almost $3 trillion. We only collect $3.5 trillion right now in revenues. So how are we going to pay for anything? Our military, Social Security, Medicare, none of these things will be paid for. So the Democrats don't care. I've got two bills. One says... Any new spending that's deficit spending is going to take a two-thirds majority of both the House and the Senate to pass. Number two is we will never default on our debt because we will prioritize uh, things like our interest expense, our military, our veterans, our seniors. So that's what we're going to – we've got to figure this out and get and live with our means. Brian, I did as governor. I walked in with a budget deficit. I balanced the budget and actually paid off a third of state debt. This is all doable, but we've got to live within our means. I hear the passion in your voice. You brilliantly laid this out in the uh, the article that I referenced. What you just explained is something that's really critical because we see the left hide in the light of day with ignorance. They count on the American people being stupid. They count on people believing Joe Biden and Jin Psaki when they say it's free, right? They they if they have right. nothing if not a reliance <laughs> on that. But to your point, Senator. All these numbers, I think they sound like monopoly money to people at a certain point because it's just trillions here, trillions there, whatever else. And, you know, in the day-to-day, a lot of people may not realize that the inflation that they're paying for, why they're paying more, is related to some of what's already happened here. And and that's something that's our responsibility to help educate on. But the other point of this is in our own lives. 
So people really do get this. Anybody who's ever gone bankrupt, anybody who's ever really gotten in true financial straits, they know that they can take on debt as long as they can keep hitting the monthly minimums. As long as I can pay the bills each month and keep that thing going, it works. But they also know that the day that they no longer can even hit those minimums, now stuff is going to hit the fan. And what you're saying, Senator, yes, and what you nailed in your piece that is so critically important is that the day of reckoning for this country, where the interest expense, just the hitting the minimums on all of our bills, exceeds our revenue. Yeah. And, and who, who in their right mind thinks that we can just keep borrowing money? Well, the Democrats do. That's right. The Democrats believe there's no limit. They, they believe that we can just keep borrowing money, borrowing money. But the average person, we all know you can't do that. And by the way, People that are buying long-term treasuries right now, do you think the American public is that stupid to pay, you know, that we're going to, you know, everybody's going to say, oh, yeah, we're going to raise our taxes to pay off that wasteful spending back in that prior decade? No, they're not. I mean, they're not going to let people to do that. I mean, the American public is smart. They're saying, I'm not wasting my money like this. Senator, what's the latest you're hearing from a a mansion, a cinema at this point, which are pretty much the last line of defense for us? I think they clearly are the last line. Um, the, but here, here's what's going on. The American public is letting their politicians know, I am tired of your waste. And so I, th- I think what's happening uh, with cinema and mansion is they're hearing and they're actually listening to the people in their states and say, we don't want higher taxes. We're sick and tired of more taxes. We're sick and tired of more government spending. We know that the government is wasting our money. We don't want to be dependent on government. We want opportunity. We want to get a job. And, and, and by the way, I mean, what the Democrats are doing is just hurting the job market day after day after day. And it hurts everybody. But the, who it hurts the most? The lower income people are struggling and the people on fixed income. You know, this is really important, and it's something that you've spoken to over the course of time, that those who get hurt the most are those who the left will rhetorically say they're trying to help. And that is ultimately because if any of this goes through, the inflation only hits harder. That obviously will hit those at the lowest end of the socioeconomic scale at the hardest. Right. I grew up in a poor family. We lived in public housing. I watched my mom struggle to put food on the table. We had, there were five kids in my family. That's what happened all across the state. People saying, when the gas is up 40%, and I mean, gosh, I mean, can I, can I afford, you know, to do all these things? Gosh, look at when, every time I go to the grocery store, it's more expensive. Can I buy the same amount of food to feed my kids? That's going on all across Florida and all across the country. The Democrats, have got to find, someday understand they're hurting the poorest families. Why do they want to do this? Well, y- you know people. the answer to that, Senator, and that is ultimately the more people you can have in financial straits, the more people you can get on government programs, the more control you have over them at that point. Yeah, it just doesn't, it, you know, we all know. You would think about it, Brian. Would you tell your kids, here, I want you to be dependent on me the rest of your life. I'm going to give you a little bit of money. Now, you know that I don't have enough money to do this forever, but I'm going, to, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to make you very dependent. Would you ever do that to your kids? But that's exactly what the Democrats are doing. They're, they're lying to the American public and saying, oh, we can, we can pay you. We can, we can give you enough money to survive. Now, you will be dependent. You have to do everything our way. But we can do this for you. 
not he's just lying to them that they can do this forever. We know you can't do this forever. Nobody can do this forever. There's a limit on everything. Independent of the plan that already passed the United States Senate and is before the House and the reconciliation deal, the, the whole debt ceiling situation, Leader McConnell yesterday was making the case for Democrats doing this on their own. What are your thoughts about it? Would you consider voting for a clean debt ceiling suspension? Absolutely not. The Democrats, they're fine with passing spending bills all by themselves. They did $1.9 trillion so-called COVID bill that had very little to do with COVID. This reconciliation, which is really $5.5 trillion, where they will have no Republican votes. They, they want to do that by themselves. They want to do all the spending. But to raise the debt ceiling, they want us to vote with them. I'm not doing it. And you know why they need it? They can do this all on their own, but they'd have to put a number in. So they have to tell the American public, oh, yeah, I am taking the federal debt to $45 trillion. So if we vote with them and say, oh, we're just going to suspend it for a few months, whatever – you know, whatever it is, that, that's all fine. No. Be honest with the public. The, the Democrats are going to cause the debt to go to $45 trillion, which there was no way this country can ever pay that off. It is such a, an important point, uh, and I, I love to hear the passion in your voice about all this. The one thing that some people have, have criticized you on regarding this piece is just that, well, you voted to you know raise the debt ceiling in the past. Why not now? I have never voted to raise the debt ceiling. I will not vote to raise the debt ceiling, period. I didn't do it when I did. I haven't, I've been up here two and a half years. I didn't do it. I voted against it. When I was governor of Florida, we didn't, we didn't raise it. We didn't do it because I started paying off debt. For the first time in 20 years, we paid off, I paid off with your money because we grew the economy. We paid off a third of state debt. So interest expense went down and we could put more money in the programs that we cared about. That's exactly what we balanced the budget every year, and we had record spending because we grew the economy. And, and if you look at what happened to income levels, incomes went up year after year after year. It's what's happening now. Income is not staying up with, with the inflation that's going on. Again, who? The rich are not going to get hurt by this. It's the poor they get hurt by this. Their income never stays up with inflation, and that's exactly what's happening now. So the, for the poor... What's happening to them is they're having a, they're struggling more and more under Biden and the Democrats' wasteful spending. And you, you make another good point, Senator, and that is you have fiscal credibility in areas that some other Republicans don't. Uh, so continue to hold the line. Thank you very much. Appreciate you uh, checking in with us this morning. All right. Have a great day, Brian. Natalie May, trending story next on the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610 WIOD.